my husband's in in the business with me and he'll say I'll you know how how'd that call go with that particular client and I say oh look she's going through a really tough time and he's like why did I hear so much laughter I'm like well that's it that it's still it you still get to laugh yourself through the tough times and that's when you realize so if you're listening think about the conversations that just spark up that that light in you and you can talk about it underwater at a barbecue you take over the whole conversation at dinner that's the thing you should be doing hello and welcome to the mind to lead podcast i'm georgie hubbard and i am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life if you want to live an extraordinary life a life full of passion and energy of joy and abundance then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast and today I'm absolutely honoured as I'm sat down with a beautiful woman, Ruby Lee. Ruby is an entrepreneur, free spirit, sought after business coach and the founder of Own Your Hustle. So Ruby, amazing to have you here today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on. I am already so excited for what's to come and all the good things that'll flow from this conversation. It's so exciting to be here. Yeah, no, I'm really, really excited to chat to you today because you have gone on the most amazing journey and I just really want to share your journey with my audience. So before we get stuck into all the good stuff that's going on in your life right now, can you take us back? Can you sort of give us a little bit of an insight into who is Ruby and your journey to this point in your life? Oh, wow. It's always so hard to pick a starting point. But, you know, I think just in terms of where I'm at now, gosh, it started, I guess, 10 years ago when I was working my way up through corporate. I think that's a really nice place to start with where this whole business idea came from and how I began began the business that I have today. So I went to university. I did all the good girl things. I came out of uni with a a nice degree in accounting and economics. And I worked my way up through as an accountant up to the point where I realized, oh my gosh, accounting, I can't deal. It's just not my, my jam. Every day I'd be walking into this big old accounting firm and I just felt it was completely not me. My soul had left the building. And so I made this kind of transition from accounting into people management, people management eventually into people and culture, into recruitment. I went all through recruitment up up into some big companies and leading recruitment teams internally and doing all of that. And yet it still felt as though something was missing. Just this constant search for some sort of satisfaction from a career point of view that I just could not get with every promotion, every pay rise. And so one day I thought, well, the thing that's really going to help me, I feel, tap on that creative button is to start a side hustle, just to start something that I can do outside of work hours, create something that's completely mine and see where it goes from there. So The journey started almost five years ago as a side hustle. Two and a half years ago, I decided to leave the day job 
and here we are today with a million dollar business. So the, I know there's a lot of gaps in there, but let's see where, where, the, where the conversation goes. Yeah. Uh, amazing and I'm just sat here smiling because your story just I can honestly just relate to it so much this search for something just more like something just wasn't quite satisfying you and I think that so many people probably feel that but they don't know what to do about it and they get stuck so when talk to me a little bit about that transition so you started your your side hustle five years ago and then when did when did it feel like the right time to move away completely like what did that look like did you had you planned it or did you just feel it like talk to me a little about what that looked like mm. it was kind of a combination of a few things so I was working with a particular employer at the time and I was also on maternity leave with my first son and I was so bored. I was blessed with a really good baby who slept all the time and I'm not the type that can just sit down and watch TV all day. I, I had to just do something else with my mind. So at that point, the side hustle got a little bit more attention and with that attention came a lot more promotion work that I was doing specifically on LinkedIn and just squeezing in some really, you know, uh, some really well-used time to talk about my side hustle. Now, my side hustle at the time was a career coaching business and my employer didn't like how close it was to what I was employed to do, which was obviously in human resources. So they asked me to close down the side hustle right. if I were to keep my job. And ultimately, I just thought, you know what, it's the one thing that's actually keeping me really happy and really connected to what I want to do. So I chose at that point to leave my employer. So nuts, so crazy. My whole family was just in in shock that I made this call. Like, what are you talking about? You've just had a baby. You're in a great job and you're leaving it for a side hustle that's making you $500 a month. What? Are you? <laughs> well, seriously. Anyway, so that was a really nice crossroads for me. At the time, it did seem a little bit nuts. But anyway, I just kind of wanted to do something that I loved. And so I asked the universe, I'm such a spiritual girl. So I asked the universe, okay, if, if this is what I'm meant to be doing, just give me a sign, show me that, that I can do this. So one night I'm sitting on the couch and I'm scrolling through Twitter. And I'm not even on Twitter. I don't even know why I was in that app, but I was in it. And I saw this little tweet and it said, we're looking to hire people and we need help doing that. And they were looking for a recruiter. It was a tech startup firm. I thought, well, I'll click on it and see what it is. I applied for the job and it just so happened to be part-time. They loved people who had a side hustle. They wanted to encourage people to start their own business. And because they were also so entrepreneurial, it was the perfect fit. So I worked with them for 12 months and they were very happy for me to have my side business. Isn't it amazing when you just call on for some help, the perfect solution comes across to you. And it also gave me an opportunity to build out my financial runway, mm -hmm. which is a really big component of what I talk about. Anytime someone says, oh, I want to go all in. For me personally, I will always encourage you to have that financial runway mm -hmm. for many reasons, but that part of it was very planned. You know, mm -hmm. I stopped uh, saying yes to all the Friday night drinks and <laughs> going out and spending money on things that I didn't necessarily need. And instead, I really fueled it towards the bigger dream, the bigger goal mm -hmm. of having a business that I could go all in with mm -hmm. within a 12-month period. Mm -hmm. 
amazing wow and look I think as well it's like how how important is it just having a vision as well at the time like working towards something but you've touched on something really really important there because that's why actually I love about you the whole universal the spirituality I really want to touch upon that and go deep into that because I, I feel like and I'd love to get your thoughts on this when things have started to go well for me it's when I've been in flow it's as soon as I try and force things and I get impatient and I get frustrated and I try and change things too quickly that things don't seem to just go the way I want them to go and I just seem to go from one disaster to the next but when I just kind of go I'm trusting this I'm surrendering I'm accepting I'm still showing up I'm still going to work every day so I'd love to hear a bit about how your journey progressed and when you started maybe believing in yourself and trusting in the signs that yeah how did that sort of look and that whole spiritual journey for you into business that you have now oh I love this question so (laughs) much and I definitely was not spiritual as I started this journey I wasn't where I am now a lot of it was very masculine energy I mean that in the term in in the way of sort of divine masculine just very like do hustle Mm. grind make it work work the the midnight hours and just get shit done like that was definitely me and it worked for definitely a certain period of time I was really really going for it and putting everything that I had energetically into the business I I never left a stone unturned in terms of just going to bed at night going you know what I've given it my best shot today but then came a point where I actually felt really quite sick and I'm not the type that falls sick I I haven't been ill for a very long time, touch wood, and, and I'm in good health. But there was a week in the start of my entrepreneurial journey where I could not even get out of bed. I had the biggest migraine. I felt really exhausted. I felt I couldn't eat, all the things. And it kind of just brought me to this point of if I'm to grow a sustainable sustainable business that feels in alignment and, and in flow, as you say, what is it that I'm not allowing to happen in my business and it came down to trusting the process and and knowing that I'm consistently being looked after regardless of what I'm doing and that was a new concept to me because I always felt maybe this is just the background that I I grew up in especially in recruitment as you would know Georgie where it's like you got to do it do the things and you know Mm -hmm. continuously show up and the more you show up the more you'll see in return Mm -hmm. and that was a really big crossroads for me that that one week, that downtime, oh, I lost my voice as well. So I couldn't even do any stories or videos or live streams. I was completely out. And it made me really take a step back and look at how did I want to really build this business for for real in a, in a really sustainable way. And it made me ask, what is alignment? And it came down to me defining alignment as a true dance with the universe. It's this inner knowing that we have everything we need to help us feel in living in accordance with the divine plan and not being swayed by all the crap and all the noise that is around us all the time. And I made this big list of you know, I, I choose to to live in full alignment and to have a flowy business. And that means that I'm not going to care so much about what others are doing, you know, that whole comparisonitis and knowing that whatever I'm doing in that moment, in that day is exactly what I'm meant to be. And some days I don't get everything done on my list and some days I do. And 
not always saying yes, especially to strategies that I think is going to work, but deep down I know that it won't. And feeling too attached to money, that was another thing of, oh, I've got to hit this financial goal in order to feel as though I've validated my business. And this whole money game feeling like we should be at a certain point by a certain time, that that for me was no, like I had to change that. And, and Deepak Chopra talks about how attachment to money always creates insecurity. And at that moment I realized, yeah, like I, I had to change that and really truly begin to trust the universe and do that very slowly, but surely. Mm. Well, I just think that's just such a powerful story. And I'm just like nodding my head here because I went through something very similar where I was pushing and pushing and pushing and perhaps it's because we both come from that recruitment background and you talked about money, you talked about like forcing things. Well, anyone who's done any type of sales job will know that you've got targets and it's all about the money. And I had to go from like removing myself about thinking about like, okay, I've got to put in these 12 hour days, you know, I'm all about this commission check, this money to then suddenly just kind of like, like you said, trusting it and almost like surrendering. But I'd love to, to, to know how you went from not just focusing on the money, but also like the the corporate world from the whole like nine to five to all of a sudden like stepping out of that and then starting your business. Cause I really struggle with that. I was like, oh, it's 8.30, I've got to be at my desk. Oh God, I can't, you know. And I was just like, I was just, I was like a robot for about like the first year of running my own business. So what was that transition like for you going from corporate to running your own business? And yeah, talk to me about that. <laughs> Firstly, I, I'm so, I, I love that you know what that feels like because yeah. I mean, when I was in agency land within recruitment, they were so strict with when you could, when you showed up to work. And if you were one minute over, you would be extremely embarrassed. I know, I remember my boss and it was all done sort of in jest, yeah. but he'd be like, oh, look, Ruby, you're two minutes late. You're going to have to buy everybody coffees. Yeah. I'm like, are you being serious or are you not? And he's like, no, I'm being dead serious. Like go. And then I'd be like, oh my God, like what? This is ridiculous. You know, and just shit like that. But it, it kind of, the transition was really interesting because I had this phase where I worked with the tech startup when I was the head of recruitment there and I remember that one of my bosses, I, I reported to the CEO and to the founder and my CEO one day, I, I, he turned around and looked at me and he's just like, you're so corporate. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he goes, we just need to decorporatize this whole situation. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, you come to work on time. Like I was there before him. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, you call meetings to talk about something that you could just literally swivel your chair. He goes, do you know that we've got this thing in startup called the turn chair policy where you just turn your chair and you ask, you don't need to set up a meeting. So all <laughs> it was just so hilarious. And it, I guess that corporate side had kind of been decorporatized over that 12 months. Mm. And so by the time I was in my business full time, I already had that training ground mm. of it being mostly kind of deconditioned I guess you could you could call it that but I remember when I the first day of my my job at, as an entrepreneur as as a full-time business owner it was the 23rd of May 2018 I remember sitting at my desk and just going what what do I actually do now yeah. and it was this whole thing of freedom paradox of well now you call the shots it's it's you're in the driver's seat, you can go anywhere you want. And for the first week, I was heavily 
you know, planning out everything, doing the corporate thing of time blocking yeah. every single minute in my calendar, yeah. color coordinating. Oh, now I'm going to do a LinkedIn video and, and now I'm going to do some business development. It was exactly how I would have set up my day in, yeah. in the job. And that just eventually just did not work. That was so not following flow and listening mm. to guidance and, you know, following energy, energetic minimums and all those aspects, which now, of course, I look at and think, wow, that's when you follow that, that's where the magnetism is. That's where a lot of the money flow comes in. A lot of your best ideas come to life, mm. not just sitting there going, oh, I have to think of ideas because the yellow blocks come up between one <laughs> yeah. thirty and 3.30. It just doesn't work that way. So mm. it, it came with a lot of adjusting and, and work and, and releasing that guilt of oh. it's okay to not yeah. do something every minute of the yeah. waking day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that guilt. I mean, that that was really tough to shake. I won't lie. That like I remember like, you know, after I just had lunch and normally I was like straight back to my desk and I was like, oh, I'm gonna sit and read, you know, and, and all of a sudden I was like, I'm reading in, in, in the middle of the afternoon. I, I don't like this. I feel, you know, I should be working. And it was just this constant like fear. But I get asked this question quite a lot because you've talked now about being in flow and, and how that feels so much better. But I got asked this question today. It's like do you think you would be at the position you're in your life now if you hadn't worked, if you hadn't put in the hours, if you hadn't, you know, done the time, if you hadn't sort of, you know, done that whole blocking and that that masculine energy that you spoke about? Do you think you would be where you are now if you had have always worked the way you're working now? Yes, I actually do believe that. If and I, I believe it because I truly. I, I truly believe that we all have a destiny to fulfill and whatever choices we make, whatever path that we choose will always lead us to that destiny. Mm-hmm. So as, as crazy esoteric as that might sound, I think I at one point had a choice. Do you want to do it the hard way or do mm-hmm. you want to do it the easy way? And I chose the hard way because that's the only way or, you know, lim- limiting beliefs or conditioned beliefs, work hard and you will get what you want. So I I had made that choice. Even back when I had started two and a half years ago, I was told by a mentor of mine at the time that you get to make it as easy as you want it to be. But if you know that you, you have to do certain things in order to feel it, then go do that thing. Because in other ways, maybe in another parallel universe, I chose the easy way in, I'm doing like air quotes here. I, I do the, chose the easy way. Maybe it may have taken longer. Maybe it would have taken shorter, but whichever path I would have chosen, it still would have led me to this point where I am today. Hmm, that's beautiful let's let's talk about now like how how your day has changed from like the corporate ruby to where you are now so talk to me like do you have any like routines rituals that you do sort of on a daily weekly basis that you know are just part of your day-to-day life and living now I guess I love that you talked about that daytime reading in the middle of the day. So my version of that is daytime baths and it sounds so ridiculous, but I remember first doing it as part of my rituals and I would, I actually thought there's no way I'd be able to do this if I was still working for someone else. Just there's just at 2 PM in the afternoon, salt bath that just does not compute but when I started to do that I was like yes this is exactly why I started my business so I could do random shit like this you know during the day and 
nowadays I, I don't work to a routine. It's not something that I am naturally inclined to do anyway as part of my makeup, but I do have structure. So the structure and the discipline can still happen without you needing to have a rigid routine in my mind. So for example, I know there's certain things I want to have done by the end of today. So it could be always now that's ingrained in me. I go live every single day. I have a, and that's mostly on Instagram. I have a couple of groups that I service as part of my client work. So Voxer, which is a walkie talkie app, Facebook groups that I host and LinkedIn is where I show up without without falter every day. That's what I do. And I don't necessarily think about it as like, oh, now it's time to post this. I just know somewhere during the day, I will have a presence in these platforms and everything else over and above that outside of client calls, cool podcast interviews like this one. I just take the time to really spend filling up my own cup. So that might be a daytime bath, a walk, a journaling session, meditations. I've been doing really long meditation sessions lately, like 75 minute ones. And, you know, I'm in Melbourne. We've had crazy lockdown situation happening here, world's strictest lockdowns and isolation. So I haven't been able to, to find happiness and joy and freedom from an external perspective, but a lot of it has been found through my internal practices. So there's been definitely a lot of new learnings that we've had in 2020. And yeah, I think that's that's how I would answer that question of do what I need to do, what's ingrained in me to show up every day. And then the rest of that time is really all about filling up spiritually and, and you know, connecting to my most aligned vision and making sure that there's things in my mindset. If it needs to be you know, looked at or um, healed or taken in in a way that's almost a, a, a softer approach and not being so hard on myself, I will spend time prioritizing that over doing something on my to-do list. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's exactly why you start your business, right? But like, that's why everyone wants, cause they want the freedom. But I think somewhere along the track, if we're not very careful and aware, we can almost become prisoners in our own business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I definitely experienced that when I first started, it was like, you know, like the long hours started seven days a week and, you know, you sort of, you put your head up and you go, Oh my God, I haven't taken a day off in seven days. So let, let's talk about, cause obviously you now go and you, you're coaching business owners. So, if somebody was to reach out to you today and say, you know, Ruby, I've got this business idea, like, where do I start? Like, what sort of, do you have like a step process or like anything that pe- people come to you with like, you know, questions about just, just where to begin, I guess. Like, how do you coach them and go about that journey? If someone's just come up with an idea and they're not, and maybe a few ideas, they're not quite sure which one they're going to land on. My favorite tool is the Lean Camp without a doubt it's just the way for me that I can almost say all right well if you want to sit down let's just walk through the canvas and you know it asks all sorts of amazing questions in there such as you know um okay so who are your competitors who's your client what's your price point what how are you going to surprise and delight your customers just really gets you in that business framework Mm -hmm. and that way of thinking as a business owner and it takes the the just the dreamy visionary out of it, which is of course what we love, but it puts the operational strategic hat on 
And it helps you actually say, well, what is the long-term viability of this idea? And yes, I know who my competitors are, but that's not going to stop me. It's actually going to encourage me knowing that if something like this is already being done, it means I can do it too. And that there's, there's a bigger slice of the pie for me to have, or at least a portion of it. And so exploring that, if you're coming to me and you already have a business and you're getting some income and nowhere, but nowhere near where you want to get to. At this point, I'd be sitting down with you and saying, okay, so let's go through and clarify. Are you clear on what your offering is? Does how you're setting up your business feel aligned? Does it feel exciting? Does it make you jump out of bed every morning? Or are you bringing on customers and clients and implementing processes in your operations that literally weighs you all the way down? And it's no wonder you're not allowing yourself to have more and more come through here because you don't actually want to start this business. And I I can definitely, you know, speak to that in terms of when I left corporate, there was this little bit in there, like a a three month slither of time where I wanted to start a recruitment uh, consultancy, like my own, and just do it for the tech startup world because I had my little black book of contacts and they were coming to me anyway. So I was like, oh, if I can place someone and I'm going to get 30K commission, like why not? I'm just going to do that. And then I had this consulting arm to that where I would have other startups just say, can you come in and do some HR consulting and it's three months and we'll pay you like 25 grand just for like a couple of hours a week. And I thought, oh, yeah, beautiful. I may as well bring that in. And then I had this coaching thing that I wanted to build. But The thing was these two little things like recruitment and consulting were taking up so much more time than I could ever project Mm. that I had pushed coaching to the side, the very reason why I left my day job in the first place and started to build this business that was literally another nine to five. And that Mm. felt so heavy. Mm. And I realized that's not what I want to do. And it took a lot of guts to say, no, I don't really want to build 50K this month off these businesses. And so I closed those down. I told my clients, I'm not going to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And then I brought in the coaching space and really fed more so into that. And that's Mm -hmm. what got me bouncing out of bed every morning. Yeah, that's that's really powerful as well, because I think a lot of people say, follow your passion, follow your purpose. And you obviously knew what yours yours were. And when did you realize that? When did you realize that coaching other business owners and helping people grow their business was what you wanted to do? Because, you know, I think like if you're offered like a, you know, this 50K check, so many people go, yes, you know, like that, I want that. So but you you were so like strong minded in what you wanted to do. So when did you realize that that was it? I mean, everything's energy. Everything is, you've got this electromagnetic field around you. And if you see it being tested, you can see different colors and, and, you know, different ways in which your field is being communicated. If I were to accept a 50K check doing something that I don't want to do, I would be dragging my feet. It would just feel like hard work and not that we're afraid of it as we discussed Mm -hmm. earlier, but it just is like, oh, like I don't want to do that thing. But what it was for me was I had a couple of friends or friends of friends in my network who would do the whole, I'd love to pick your brain on how you started your side hustle. And I would, I'd jump at that opportunity. Yes, let's go for coffee. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. And I would talk for hours about how I started my side hustle and why I was so into it. And then I'd get other business owners saying, hey, do you feel this as well? And what would you do in this situation? And I realized at that point, that's what my business should be about. Like, I want to talk about this 
all day, all night. You know, I'm, I'm so happy. And nowadays when I'm coaching, the time melts away because we have so much fun talking about business or even if it's during really tough times, it just feels so good still, you know, just, we still have a laugh. Like my husband's in, in the business with me and he'll say, I'll, you know, how, how'd that call go with that particular client? And I say, oh, look, she's going through a really tough time. And he's like, why did I hear so much laughter? I'm like, well, that's it. That it's still, it, mm-hmm. you still get to laugh yourself through the tough times. Mm-hmm. And that's when you realize. So if you're listening, think about the conversations that just spark up mm-hmm. that, that light in you. And you can talk about it underwater at a barbecue. You take over the whole conversation at dinner. That's the thing you should be doing. Yeah, that's uh, that's such powerful advice, actually. So I think that's it right there. Like for me, it's fitness, it's mindset, it's nutrition. They're always been the things that I have. I, I could talk about it to the cows come home, you know, like I just absolutely love it. And look, you, you've you been on such an incredible journey. You've gone from, like you say, earning 500 bucks a month to now seven figures, which is amazing. So just, just talk to me. So a lot of people go, oh, the overnight success, you know, but it takes, you know, 10 years to get there. So talk to me about like the steps and... And, and, and the lessons that you learn along the way, because I'm sure that there'll be some lessons in there that people will really love to hear. Mm. So, I mean, I went from $500 doing resumes, LinkedIn profiles, and then every now and again, I'd get a spike of income. Someone would book in my my biggest package, I'd be like, yeah. And I realized like I needed to have more stability by this time, a small family, mortgage, dreams, hopes to travel the world, all those amazing things that we want. And I thought, I'm not going to get any of that if I don't treat this business like a business. And and what for me felt like a, a business from an income perspective was to have regular ongoing monthly recurring revenue. And that was the piece there that was really missing for me. So it forced me to really sit down and look at what is my product suite? Well, who am I serving? What is my product suite? And what does my pricing look like at the different levels? Mm. So I went through all of it. My, my, you know, tripwire, my bump, my low end offer, my core offer, my high ticket offer. What's the ongoing recurring income of some of my, uh, ongoing private clients and how can I scope that out capacity wise and and plan that out for the next 12 months. And with that intention came so much clarity. It was amazing to see that all come to life. And so month by month, I started to say, okay, I've got a launch plan now for the month of September. This is what I'm going to be launching. And here is my projected income. And I do this, you know, month on month. And all these fun little masterclasses led to me doing more group programs. Group programs led to me doing private coaching, private coaching booked out. So it led me to doing masterminds and I'd split out the masterminds. I'd have a lower level mastermind. I have a higher level mastermind. And then over the top of that, I would have speaking gigs, consulting, brand work, all these really cool things. And before I knew it, I was going from 500 bucks to $5,000 a month, then 10,000, 10,000 went to 25,000. There was a bit of a leap there. 25,000 went to 50,000, 50,000 went to hundred thousand dollar months. And it just became so easily scalable. And mind you, I run an online business. Our overheads are very, very low. Our profit levels are super high. And 
if I think about what I mostly put money into to grow my business, it's Facebook ads and it's personal development for me. Like they're the two things that I have to really surge and scale that business forward. So the lessons in there has been around, yes, throwing spaghetti at the wall sometimes and seeing what sticks. (laughs) And then that one little strand that sticks on the wall, you follow it, follow it. Just like, what is it that people want want from you? Mm. And take that and amplify use Mm. use whatever tools are available to us in this beautiful e-world where you can literally run one ad at ten dollars a day towards that one girl who's sitting on the couch scrolling through asos going i want to start a side hustle (laughs) you can find her (laughs) through ads and that's it that's how i grew my business amazing because this is the thing there's a lot of like oh facebook ads don't work you know there's no money to be made online and you're a perfect example of they absolutely do and i just think that's amazing and it's again really powerful because if you can speak to your customer and I think it's identifying who that person is and getting into their headspace and speaking to them right you know like I think that's probably where I see a lot of people go wrong they go too broad and they try and speak to everybody and coming back to that whole alignment piece I think when you're in alignment and you know what you're offering you start then attracting the people that are meant to be coached by you I think that's really really powerful so yeah huge congratulations it's amazing Oh, thank you so much. And one thing I'll say about knowing your exact person, most times as we know it, it's the past version of you. Mm. So I started to really think about this persona or this customer avatar. And I, as I was writing out, who is it that I'd love to work with? Mm. I just wrote out the, the version of me five years ago. And to me, I guess it looks like, you know, the girl who has maybe had some time in corporate wants something more is so switched on, maybe even at this stage, Googling how to start a business Mm. and has done a couple of courses, masterclasses, has downloaded freebies, is giving it a go herself. But suddenly at this point where I need more, I need some more guidance, I need some more connection with with other entrepreneurs. Mm. And so as I'm writing out this avatar, it's also helping me write my social media copy and content and creating programs that's going to attract that version of me towards my now version and and what's in my business so it gets to be pretty simplified when you think about it that way you don't need to just overdo the whole thing of like oh customer demographics Mm. just think about who you were solving your own problem a couple of years ago and start from there yeah amazing such such incredible advice for anyone who is thinking about starting a side hustle thinking about starting a business especially in coaching and and it's very needed right now you know, because there are so many people who want to start a business, but don't know where to start. And I think for the first time in a long time, people are realizing that, hey, my corporate job that I've had for the last five years, but isn't actually as stable as what I first thought. And they are thinking about other ways of earning an income and other ways of supporting their family, you know, so I think now more than ever starting, starting a side hustle, having some kind of online business and multiple streams of income is very, very sensible. So, but are you getting a lot of pushback from people who are scared to start or thinking, is this the right time to start Ruby? Do you get asked that question quite a bit at the moment? You know what? I'm getting more so the opposite of, Mm -hmm. I know I have to start this because it's this time where my job feels really insecure. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be made redundant. I want to take the power back. I know that I can do this. So 2020 for my business in particular has just... I mean, being amazing from that standpoint of 
more people are now hungrier than ever to start their online business or at least to start a side hustle or a or, or maybe convert their in-person business into an online one. So yoga studios and, and you know, turning that into an online membership, for example. So all these really cool the, uh, dietitians, nutritionists who would see, you know, their, their clients face-to-face is now thinking about how can we take this online mm-hmm. and, and make it more scalable and more accessible, especially as we're not able to necessarily have that in-person contact so I've seen a lot more of of those discussions for sure amazing so good to hear so good to hear that you're helping so many people right now who really need it so that's just absolutely fantastic and so much fulfillment I imagine as well that you get because you know I think that's that's why you do it right is do it because you can help people and that's what life's all about it's about giving back and look going on to like you know fulfillment and happiness I always love to ask this question so how would you define success? Well, success to me feels just like complete alignment. I know we keep coming back to that word, but if I think about success or even if I think about the word abundance or I think about the word, you know, being rich or wealthy, which often is associated with success, I think about it more so as a, a real holistic view of, yes, I get to be wealthy and I get to be rich, but I also get to be rich in time, in connection, in purpose, in the belief in myself. I get to be rich in feeling just so connected to the purpose work that I'm doing. So I think it's more so around anytime I feel just that little slight bit out of alignment or something's not quite serving anymore, I'll actually take that as a really positive aspect because it means that I'm going to become even more successful if I just click this into play and it might mean, you know, something doesn't follow follow my business any, anymore or a certain product line doesn't work anymore or a certain client might not be the best fit anymore. Whatever that looks like, that to me is is true success. Beautiful. Ruby, I could sit here and talk to you all day. I think you're absolutely fabulous, but um, I'm conscious of time as well. So where can people find you if they want to reach out, start a side hustle, start a business? Where should they go? Oh, yes. So definitely come follow me on Instagram. That's I love it. I'm on stories every day. So my handle is at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. And I also have a podcast, Own Your Hustle. So come and check check us out there. And I'd so love to meet you. Definitely. Definitely let it, let me know that oh. you found me through this podcast and let's yeah let's connect for sure yeah we'll also put all the links in the below the the show notes as well so make sure you go and check out ruby's podcast connect with her instagram because she is absolutely awesome thank you so much for today i know my audience would have got so much from that and for anyone who's starting a business go and check out this beautiful woman because she'll definitely be able to coach you to uh growing yours and uh, and finding all the abundance and success on the way so beautiful ruby thank you so much it's been an honor Thank you so much, babe. I've loved being on here. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Thank you.